Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You're listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. This is Slade Priest, your host, the Hunting Land Man. Rack buck down here on opening day. If you're interested in rack bucks and real estate and everything that has to do with hunting property, this is the podcast for you. Well, here we go, the Hunting Land Man podcast, episode 33. And yes, I just have to ask cameraman Caleb what episode it was because I never know. It is uh, something, a theme here lately. If we record the podcast, it's going to be flooding outside, and it is right here. We're recording this on January the 3rd, and uh, we got some bad weather coming in today, so we're praying and hoping everybody gets through this bad weather in southwest Mississippi today safe. And we got good hunting weather coming in later this week, so everybody get in the woods. As always, the uh, Hunting Land Man podcast brought to you by Southern Ag Credit. Uh, I can't tell you how much we work with these guys. We've got loans we're doing in Missouri right now with them. We've got stuff we're always doing in Mississippi with our clients. Always looking for ways to put deals together, and these guys are the best at their business. Speaking of, that's who we've got here today. We've got Austin and Alex with Southern Ag. You've heard them on here before. Uh, we wanted to get here after the uh, first of the year to kind of talk about where we are in the market and what's going on in the market uh, you know, interest rates, that's that's what we're calling this one. Why buy land now? Interest rates are, are very high. They're not, they're not at an all-time high. They're at a, I don't know, 30-month high or something like that. Um, well, first of all, thank you all for uh, coming on. And uh, uh, Alex takes care of a lot of our loans, and Austin does too. Austin is the uh, – is Austin technically your boss? We're, we're kind of – Equal level. Equal, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. They, they answered the same, so I guess this is true. <laughs> well, um, tell me this. We'll go ahead and kick this thing off. Um, I'll answer after y'all about where we are in the market. What are we seeing? It's January 3rd, so we got through the gruelingly slow holiday season. If you are in commissions and sales like us, it, it's kind of grueling because you sit around thinking a lot and you're ready to get the next year going. So, uh, first of all, Alex, where are you at? And you know, I call them pendings in my world. I think y'all call them loan apps. Same. Th- it's it's same. I mean, we call it a, a CRM or a, or a pipeline, just like y'all do. I mean, we're they're all in different stages. From on your side of it, you see it from a listing to contract to close. Where we see it probably to application to approval, appraisal, close in the, in that phase. So. Oh, man, January is going to be good for me. Uh, I know we're sitting probably around $8 million set to close between the next three months, which is a good start for, relatively speaking, in January. Um, because as much work as we did, which we had another record-breaking year last year, 
you know, you roll back in on January 2nd or 3rd, you look up and the pipeline says zero because that's just how it flows over. So um, as the longer you stay in this business, and I know Austin can, can agree with me, uh, you know, as, as important as the year is itself, November and December are just as important to start filling the pipeline for the following year because you can go ahead and any closing you have, you, you, just like on y'all's side, you can expect 30 days, 45 days to get things closed and holidays roll around and, you know, attorneys take off and appraisers take their time and, you know, you know how that operates and uh, can be the headache. But, man, things are rolling for us in January. Um, I know just by tomorrow, we're day, like I said, we're in the third day and we got $600,000 ready to close just in day three. So, man, I'm, I'm excited about where we're headed as far as, you know, people talk about the real estate market and, hey, it's going to slow down. Hey, it's going to slow down. Man, I, I just disagree. I find it complete disagreement. What, Alex, and you may know this off the top of your head, but give me an average. Um, what is your normal amount of loans in app, and where are you at today? Uh, right now, I'd say we've got about, if I want to look at it correctly, about 24 loans pending uh, in the pre-approval stage. We've probably got about eight to nine in the pre-approval stage. The rest of them are either waiting on appraisals or set to close is where we're at. All right, Austin, um, kind of give me your take on the exact uh, exact same question. Where do you think we're at in the market? What's your normal in, in pending and where you're at today? I just And the reason I ask this for everybody else, like y'all here slayed the salesman, oh, let's, we're selling land, always not a good time to buy land. I'm going to show you that most of these aren't with slayed. This is what the market's doing. So uh, tell me where you're at. Yeah, I would say on average in our Brookhaven branch, we probably have 40, 50 applications going uh, at any one time. Uh, right now, uh, starting out the year, I'd say we're probably at 30 uh, right now. So it's not a huge uh, dip in the, in the market. And I really, I really at the right before Thanksgiving, we really saw an uptick in applications, to be uh, completely honest with you. And we got several on my desk that we got to put in. So um, not a huge, I mean, we're, we're right there where we typically are. Like Alex said, Southern Ag Credit had a record uh, year again in 2022. And we're thankful for all our, our borrowers who made that possible. And when January 1 rolls around, we all get back to the office and we're sitting at zero. So it's like you said, we, we enjoyed the little break for Christmas and New Year's, but we're kind of sitting around ready to, ready to go because uh, we don't want to sit on that zero very long. That's right. That's right. Uh, something I've never asked either one of y'all, this is, a, I guess it's for personal reasons. If you've got what have you ever looked at what percentage of y'all's loans, first of all, are with Louisiana buyers, which I know most of my sales are, and also how much of is recreation versus, say, tim buying timberland or buying cattle land stuff like that? What's the percentage? Well, that's a good question because some people in our industry or at Southern Ag Credit specialize in different things. Everybody, the reality is the easy loan, and Austin will agree with me, is the hunting recreational loan. The guy coming in to buy something to to hunt on and invest in, but we got guys in other parts of the market that specialize in the cattle industry and in the row crop industry, that uh, the poultry, the poultry industry, yeah, very big poultry industry, um, that kind of you know handle up that part. But I'd say, man, I look at it all the time. I, you know, ninety five percent, I could tell you right now, ninety five percent of my business is the hunting and recreational, mm -hmm. uh, which is what I want. Um, now, I come, as you know, I, I was a, a real estate broker once upon a time. I came from that side and did only land, so I transitioned over to this side of the table. 
made that transition relatively easy where that was my niche. That was what I was taking. That's what I was going to run with. Um, but, you know, that's I'd say 95% of my business is going to be hunting recreational. And I can tell you in 2022, looking at this last year, it was 68% from the state of Louisiana. Wow. And just my office alone in, in the hunting recreational industry. So it's it's a big, big, you know, obviously us being close to Louisiana is going to be part of that. So this, as well as Brookhaven. So um, I'd be willing to say your number is going to be. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say uh, in Brookhaven, like Alex said, 95, probably 98% if you really put the numbers on paper are recreational uh, tracks that we finance out of our office. And I would say uh, Louisiana customers are probably at least at least forty percent uh, mm-hmm. of those loans are going to be Louisiana residents coming up here. And you know Austin actually is from Avent County, so yes, his office is in, in Brookhaven, but he's kind of like me. You know, we live real close to the state line, and uh, so Louisiana is. Um, I mean, I, I've heard it. Oh man, you're from way up there in Mississippi. Awesome. I live four miles north mm-hmm. of the state line. Right. The closest gas station from my house is in Louisiana, right. and, and Pearl River County, where I'm from, being eight miles from the North Shore. You know, North Shore, mm-hmm. uh, New Orleans, from Mandeville, Covington, Slidell, those areas, which is a lot of money floating around those areas. That I mean, they carry over to Lafayette and those bigger areas too. But uh, man, I, we're blessed with these travel corridors, right? I-55, I-59. 61, baby. Yeah, they Where big deer live. Major, major <laughs> highways uh, that get people in and out uh, out of their house fast on a Friday and in the stand quick on, you know, Friday evening. So. Man, you put that on a T-shirt. That's good. That's, That's right. good. Well, um, <clears throat> something that uh, Austin and I were talking about uh, when we were waiting on Alex, of course, we were <laughs> – we, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, you know – okay, so answer me this. Where are we at prime today? Where's prime rate today? I didn't check prime, but it was around. I mean, if I remember correctly, now also you may do better. I don't do a whole lot on prime, um, just not yet. Uh, around seven percent, if it's, I looked at it, seven uh, and a quarter. As of today, Slade, I believe prime is seven and a half. Okay, seven maybe. and a half. So let's just assume you're going to get your loan at Southern Ag or any other bank uh, at seven and a half. One thing different with Southern Ag and with any land bank is. Uh, you know, you're going to get your 1% back a year, sure. your patronage check, and that's a real check. That's not just a sales to Basically, it calculates into about one month of payments. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get those back. So that's, that's, that's huge. So you're, essentially, your effective rate is going to be 1% less than most other banks because of that. Um, you know, when we buy rec- – and I, this is all coming off the top of my head, but when we buy recreational land – you know, usually the people that buy this stuff are busy with their job or their doctors or attorneys or they have a business or they're, you know, a highly paid employee. And we want this stuff to be fun. We want the buying process to be fun. We want the closing process to be fun. And, of course, we want the land to be fun. What you don't want is a headache buying process to get the bad taste in your mouth about your track of land. Okay, let me tell you why I like dealing with these guys. And this is not a sales pitch because they sponsor the podcast. I promise you, uh, if, if they made my life hard, I'd find somebody else to sponsor the podcast. I mean, it's, you know, it's not worth it. We, you know, okay, from the appraisal process, they have in-house appraisers that pick up the phone and call your agent like me. And we get them done. Uh, it's part of the, it's free appraisals, correct? It's free appraisals. Free, free, free appraisals. They know land. It's not some guy out of New Orleans or Baton Rouge or Covington that doesn't know nothing about land 
and and they just pull some numbers out of the sky, and they know that you bought on the west side. I'm just throwing numbers out there. You bought on the west side of 61 because the big deer are there. And the reason you bought and you paid more for this area is because you got great neighbors and stuff like that. Literally, this stuff comes into appraisals. Austin and I were talking about it earlier. Used to be, and you've heard Slade talk about it before, the, rate, the way things were appraised in southwest Mississippi, Wilkeson, Adams County, Amick County, dirt, timber, camp price, or, or close to that. Man, it's, it's gotten so heavy recreational, it's kind of like, well, this is what they sell for. And, yeah. and and it's and you think okay, Slade, when's it gonna go away? You know, big bad COVID is over, and we're gonna it's gonna go away. Google right now on Land Watcher on my website in Southwest Mississippi. There's not a lot for sale, and when it comes up, guess what? It's selling before it hits the market. It's selling fast. It's selling for top dollar. I had contracted one yesterday that I will agree was a touch overpriced, but was it? Just what the buyer wanted. Paid 94% asking price, and it's a great property that that he he will enjoy for a long term, and it co- accomplished all his goal. And guess what? Now that that one's gone, there's not another one like it for sale. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we've talked about it before on the podcast. Man, one thing that I've always, and this goes to your nationwide listeners in dealing with their farm credit, the the, the reality is our appraisers, recreation, you know, they, they recognize recreational value. Uh, it has to be accounted for. Go back and look at the history, and I, talk, I was talking about this last week with somebody. Go look back and look at the history of WRP tracks in the Delta. You're buying WRP tracks for $800 an acre, $700 an acre, and now I'm seeing appraisals go across the board for WRP at twenty-two dollars to $2,500 an acre. Oh, and over in Tinsall Parish stuff, I got 3500 Yeah. And, and, and what can you do with WRP? You're going to duck hunt it. That's it. You can't alter the state of that land mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. And nobody's disagreeing with that value. And, uh, you know, now an everyday appraiser can sometimes go out there and has to, you know, go by the book on things. But the reality is, is your farm credits are going to really do a good job of recognizing the recreational value, the dirt value, your timber value. All of it goes into account. And I encourage people sometimes when we see these reports, you know, read into the description of that appraisal. You know, you'll see hey, this area is known for its recreational hunting more, more so than this part of the county. I mean, it's just, it, all goes, uh, it all goes in a full circle. But, man, I couldn't agree with you more where, man, I go back to what I opened with. The market's not slowing down and people are spending money um, and values are still holding really, really well. You brought up a good point. You know, so, so whenever these appraisals happen, and no matter if it's one of y'all's appraisers or landing over at First South or any appraiser, I think as as the market changes, uh, I'm not gonna say it slows down; it changes. I think that that your skilled bankers, your skilled agents, and what I told my team in our Christmas party, listen, you know, the market's changing. The person who's sharpening their sword right now and who has the sharpest swords coming into this summer market are gonna win. Things are not gonna be as easy as they were. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, and so when if you let's say you hire a Joe Blow real estate agent and he does a little land, he does a little housing, he just got into the game, he don't know anything, and he can't communicate to one of y'all's appraisers, Walt or anybody else, or he can't communicate that here's the comps and here's this is why. So when we, we list stuff, we start there. Okay, if we list here and it gets 95% of value, is it going to appraise? Because I mean, that's that's the formula. 
if they just throw a number and see what sticks, and then by the time we get the deal blows up, that's not y'all's or the appraisal's fault. That was should have been taken care of, and you should have clo- told your client, your seller client, the hard truth from the beginning. This is what your place is going to appraise. Absolutely. For. And if you don't get the agent that is skilled with that, who has sharpened their sword in that, like I have a list uh, in my office, a big map in Wilkeson County of comps. So when somebody argues with me about prices, I say, well, here, here they are. Here's the comps. I got everything you need. Um, and how many times have our appraisers called you directly and said, hey, Slade, can you provide us that Every comp? time. Every, exactly. Every time. Exactly. And, and, and so what I'm saying is we work together to make this closing process easy. Um, all right, we're going to go into um, something that Austin and I, everything on my list Austin and I talked about before the podcast and gave me all these ideas. Um, so um, first of all, you know, Prime is, is high, you know, Prime's at seven, seven and a half. Uh, you're going to get your, as a seven and a half, you're going to get your loan with Southern Ag at six and a half. Okay, let me just, I just Googled some stuff. All right, in 2000, whenever I was a 10th or 11th grade in high school, I guess I'd be 10th grade right now, well, 11th grade right now, uh, Prime, 8.75. March of 2000, Prime, 9. May of 2000, nine and a half. Uh, let's scroll all the way down. We did in 01 get down to five, four, seven, five, four, two, five, four. All right, and then back up to then uh, May of 06, we're at eight. That Those aren't long time. Those It's not that long ago. Okay, something that Austin brought up, speaking of prime and, and why I still say now is the time to buy land. All right, let me ask y'all both this. Is land going to be worth pending Russia, China, and things we can't control? Is land going to be worth more five years from now? than it is now can we agree on that i would agree agree. okay all right is interest rates going to come down between now and five years from now (laughs) man that i would think so historically speaking yes yes absolutely historically speaking okay refining land with southern ag uh uh, i'm gonna ask you this austin um tell me okay I get my loan today slate at six and a half. I'm going to bite that bullet. I don't like it, but I want to have it low. And then uh, we get election happens, and in 2024, interest rates are back at 5.75. What's my process for a refi? Real simple. And you you use the term refi. In our world, it's a little different. Uh, We call it a rate conversion. Uh, If you get a loan with us, say you close a loan today and just say it's 8% to make numbers easy. And then in three years, rates fall and it's 4%. Uh, more than likely, we're going to call you before you even realize it. And we're going to say, hey, Slade, we'd like to do a rate conversion. We can lower your rate to this, which will change your payment to this. And the first time that we do that for you, we do it for free, $0. So we'll call you and say, Slade, we're going to lower your rate uh, to this rate, which would change your payment to this for $0 if you'll just sign one form. So the bank, y'all heard this, the bank is going to call you and they're going to make your payments less and they're going to do it for free. That's right. We and Al- Call Al- your commercial lender yeah, and ask them if they'll I'm, do that. I'm going to chime in real quick. I'm as I'm, This is how good a banker I am. <laughs> I did it for Slade and he didn't even realize it. Right. 
I just said, "Hey, man, sign this when I send it to you." During it's kind of it's kind of like I told I tell all my like agents that work for me, like in Missouri and stuff like that, dude. If I have to read all the forms, I don't want to work. I don't want you working for me. Right, right. Like, like I'm assuming me and you got it correct. Right. But to tell you the process, kind of behind behind the stage process, we get reports every month. Branch managers do Alex and I, and we can go through those reports mm-hmm. and we can see where everyone's rate is and if there's any room there to convert them down. And whenever there's a big drop in the market and the rates like we had during COVID, we did hundreds of conversions during COVID, uh, then yes, we will call you up and say, hey, Slade, we just need you to sign this in, in the e-sign in your email or come by the office and sign this and we'll lower your rate uh, for you. And uh, typically we say we do the first time free uh, just because every now and then you'll run into somebody who like every day, if rates drop a little bit more, they want another mm-hmm. one every day. Uh, but we, typically once we get that big break, uh, we will call you, we'll convert your rate uh, for a lower rate at no cost. We just need you to sign. So the bank's going to call you and get your payments lower. Let me just put this in uh in layman's terms, he's going to get your payments lower. You can put that money back in your pocket. You can take your you can take your family on vacation. You can take your family on a hunt. You can put the box stands or the camp you wanted on your place right. just because you picked the right bank to deal with. So remember, when you're deciding what bank you want to use and it's really close, is your other bank, your commercial lender, are they going to do these sort of things five years? Don't think five minutes from now. Think five years from now. Right. And just to be clear, you will uh, even if you do a rate conversion, you will still get the average one percent patronage refund sent to you. That doesn't change anything. Typically, most of ours, I'd say ninety nine percent of ours, don't have a prepayment penalty, so there's no prepayment penalty. You can pay extra payoff at any time. So none of that, nothing is affected with your loan other than we're lowering your rate, which in, in effect is causing you to pay less interest in your payment. Or you know you could keep paying the same amount and pay right, your loan off faster. Off That's you right. Know, Get it more equity in your property. Or even take it a step forward. Um, we talked about this on a podcast uh, three weeks ago with some with some other folks, with Ben Smith. Um, but, uh, or no, it wasn't Ben. I can't remember. Anyway, refinancing. Uh, the other beauty to what we do is called a reamateurization. And it's another step process. We can convert the rates free of charge, right? Well, when you think reamateurization, people think, oh, well, what exactly is that? Well, say... You've been paying extra each month, even on the higher rate, and you come in every year, and I have this happen all the time. People come in, put $50,000 down towards their principal with their big annual bonus or whatever it may be, and over four years, they've paid down $300,000 on their loan, You know, just using that number as an example. Well, once again, no refinance is required in that case. We can actually reamateurize your debt to restructure your payment based on the outstanding balance. So if you're paying, you know, 7% on a million dollars and you've paid down to $700,000 and the rates have dropped, we can not only drop the rate, but we can re-amortize that debt structured on 700000 versus the mm-hmm. million dollars. More money in your pocket each month, right? That's even more. So, mm-hmm. you know, really, like I said, from farm credit standpoint, what we can do at Southern Ag, it, the, the sky's the limit, man, to save you money. Our goal is to save you as much money as we can. So it's the front-end money. It's the back-end money. Um, you know, from the, the front-end money being the appraisal, we don't we cover all that. And then your stock, because you're getting paid back. 
And the reamateurization, we charge $500. Instead of coming in and getting updated title work, updated appraisal. Probably some, one payment will take care of that. Yeah. That's right. And, and even that, sometimes, I'll say this with an asterisk, sometimes we will get an updated appraisal depending on how long that process has been because market changes. You know, we may have appraised it for lower. It could be worth more. Uh, but, man, an easy, easy process to reamateurize the debt with some updated financial information. And we're not waiting on an attorney to do anything. We're not waiting on, you know, typically not waiting on an appraiser. We just update it financially. Hey, it's good to go. Let's roll on. So something I'm most excited about, and these are, this is, we kind of got off on tangent, and it's, it's good tangent. Um, something I'm most excited about is something Austin said earlier. <clears throat> every one of my clients and every one of y'all's clients, same people, you know, we think, and I'm the same way, hey, man, we're going to buy this place in Adams County and Yazoo County, we're going to kill big bucks. What ends up happening is, like, I've been calling a lot of my clients, Happy New Year, Christmas, and they tell me the stories about what they use their land for. Man, Slade, I got my camp up there, you know, just like I told you I was going to get, had the whole family up this weekend, grandbabies, had everybody. We didn't kill any deer, you know, because kids ripping and running, but man, that's what I wanted. It's more about watching the game and cooking, and, and yes, of course, it's about the deer, but it almost 100% of the time... It's about getting that family member up there to kill their first deer or, or, or the, the grandpa or the dad bought this place so they could bring their family together or teach their kids about work and food plots and timber and management or cattle or whatever. Um, so Austin was talking about, Austin is finishing his house right now. Y'all all, y'all all say a prayer for him. Yeah, really. <laughs> and uh, anyway, and, you know, and if you know anything, building costs are high. It's hard to get stuff right now. So you think, okay, a guy smart as Austin, he's – doing loans and stuff. Why is he building now? Well, the same reason I built two years ago. Um, there is a, there's a time in life for everything, okay? Austin had kids a lot the same age as mine. He's got uh, one that's five, one that's two. And so he's got essentially 13 years where she's going to be at home. Okay, he finishes his home this year. She gets her she gets a room with her unicorns on the wall or, you know, name, pick your poison, dinosaurs at my house and unicorns. Um, and, you know, with our clients, it's the same way. Okay, so my little boy, for instance, he killed a big buck on our place the other day uh, that Southern Ag helped me finance at one time. Um, killed it 400 yards in front of my house. Y'all know I've never killed a deer on this place. I've owned it four years. The hunt land man has never killed a deer. My wife has shot and missed a deer. My son has killed two bucks, and he's missed a deer. I've never killed one. So you think, oh, Slade, the hunter, the guy, he, he bought it for killing big bucks. <laughs> okay, but it's just like I was going back to, there's a season. My little boy's turning 11 the end of this week. He just got his first rifle that's his. Uh, we sat in this weekend on my place, and we tried to get us a doe. But between the coffin and the iPads turning up too loud with right. my Asa, we didn't kill anything. Shocker. But anyway... Um, we have, I have seven more seasons till, you know, till who knows if he goes, you know, off to college or he, you know, maybe gets too busy chasing girls or sports or whatever. And, but I've got seven seasons where I'm kind of in control of where we go and what we do. We're riding four wheelers and side by sides and hunting. Um, these interest rates, they're a little bit higher than we'd like them to be. We, we would like, we'd all be smiling if they dropped a point today, but they're not. What's not going to change is that time frame. That's right. And let's say, look, let's not. We can. Most of our most of our borrowers are pretty high net worth people. I mean, if they're going to buy these these land, and that's a 
you know, that's a relative term. High net worth is at a hundred million bucks or, or 500, you know, whatever. If you have to pay a couple thousand dollars in interest while we wait on interest rates to come down over a couple of years, but you get a year or two or like me, your son kills his biggest deer. When, if you, when y'all watch that episode and I, sh- and Bentley shoots that deer, the happiest guy in that deer stand was not the guy who right. pulled the trigger. Well, it was you. And, 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 and I told my wife, she's like, God, dog, you're so excited. I'm like, you got to realize the, the build up to this. I started buying and selling land in, in 2007. I flipped probably 10 tracks to buy that track of land. And then my little boy killed a, I mean, a 130-inch eight-point on my track. It's not, that didn't happen that afternoon. That was 10 years, 15 years in motion of that happening. So what I said, to get that kind of emotion and get that excited of, you know, the, I say the, the, the two points on the interest rate, if we're going to come down in two years, you know, hey, if it's that big a deal, go work a little extra overtime. You know, do a, do a little bit extra. Like, don't buy the $70,000 truck. Buy the $60,000 truck. Let's get them kids in the woods on side-by-sides, off the iPads. That's right. And, 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 dude, I'm a testament to that because my little girl, all she wants to do is go hunting with daddy, hates when I leave the house to go shoot a hog without her. Uh, me and my little boy are closer because of hunting on our own places. You can't do that on your stock portfolio. That's right. I say it's all about it's all about the family, and, and we use the word, it's all about legacy. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a video that I do in a lot of my presentations uh, that's about that, and our customers talk about that. But it's, uh, it's about having that, that piece of property where everybody can get, where they're laughing, and, uh, and they're around the fire, and they're playing, they're throwing the ball, riding four-wheelers. Uh, sitting in the box stand with the iPad and mm-hmm. uh, the pink headphones like I was doing last night. It's all about that. And, and, now, and did you, you have the pink headphones on? I did. Oh. <laughs> I had to make sure it was quiet in there. Uh, but anyway, it's it's all about that, and, and that's what we want to do. And, and, and you're right. Interest rates are a little bit higher. None of us are happy about it. Uh, but it just kind of is what it is. But that that didn't stop me from building a house. I wanted a I wanted a house uh, in a mid county in the country. Uh, it, it's at the end of my parents' 500 acre farm. So I joined the family place. Uh, they can ride to Mamie and BB's house. Uh, they can look out their windows and see the turkeys and the deer and uh, and had the dog out. That's what I wanted uh, for my family at this stage. So yeah, I was I was okay with building a house and. 40-year high inflation, and I was okay with the, the higher interest rate because that's what that's the stage that I'm at, and that's what I want uh, to establish my, my family and my legacy right there in Amit County. Uh, that's been the dream, and it's going to be my forever home. I'm not flipping it or going to sell it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, Lord willing, that's where I'm going to die. Uh, so uh, that's what it's all about. It wasn't about the cost. It wasn't about the interest rates. It was about establishing establishing that. And then one day when rates fall, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask my mortgage company to, to refinance it and lower that rate. Uh, but that's just what you do. And I think you see a lot of that from our borrowers. Uh, they have always had in their head that they wanted a hunting track. Uh, they wanted a, a place they could get uh, leave town or leave their house and get to in an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, and and have that hunting track where they have that camp where the kids ride the the four wheeler shoot the twenty twos, um, you know come up for Thanksgiving whatever it may be, 
And, and, and yeah, the interest rates may, it may drop you from, from buying a 300 acre place to a 200 acre place, but you still, that's your plan and that, and that's what you want to do for your family and for your legacy. So most people are still buying those tracks and, and when rates drop or when something next to you comes up for sale, then you can just keep adding to it and adding to that legacy. But I think that's what we see in our customers. That's what we see in myself and in you. And the great thing about working with Southern Ag is when you get with someone, whether I was in the box stand with my little four-year-old last night, uh, Alex is even a bigger hunter than I am. Uh, you do it. Uh, if you get uh, one of our appraisers, say Walt, he hunts, he mm-hmm. does it. So any of these folks you work with at Southern Ag Credit, they've probably been at their camp this weekend. Uh, they've probably been cleaning up their interior roads or checking out their food plots or, or, or sighting in the rifle. So when you sit down with someone, just like they sit down with you, uh, Slade, because of uh, your knowledge and your pro in the land industry, uh, when you sit down with Southern Ag Credit, you kind of get the same thing. Uh, we all do the same thing, love the same thing, and uh, and it's easier working uh, with each other whenever we're, we're all striving for the same thing. It's like you said earlier. Southern Ag Credit, we want the loan to close as soon as possible. We want the loan on the books and accruing interest as soon as possible. We want our buyers to have their place and be sighting in guns as soon as possible. We want our real estate agents to get their commissions as soon as possible. Amen. And we want our uh, closing attorneys to get their fees as soon as possible. Uh, so we're all in this together, and, and like the things that you do on the front end by getting comps to our appraisers or talking with our appraisers about things, all those little things get us to the closing table faster. And, uh, and that's, what, that's why relationships uh, like we have with you and, and with other folks, anything that can happen, whether it's comps at the front end, uh, legal description at the front end, contract at the front end, whatever it may be, any little thing that gets us to that closing table the fastest, that's what we all want, and that's why we all you know, strive to do it as fast as we can. Austin Austin said something and it perked my interest. He said, "Okay, maybe rates are higher, your loan will be higher, and you're gonna buy a 200 acre farm instead of a 300 acre farm." And what other place other than the land business can you say, you know what? We're gonna buy this 200 acre farm for five years. Um, we're gonna, you know, get our equity up, and then guess what? When interest rates drop, and we won't, we don't have to settle for a 300. We gonna buy a 350 or a 400. And guess what? My 200 acre went up in value because uh you know we have timber growing or we managed the deer better or we, or we did some sweat equity and guess what you still get to have those experience with your kids with the pink headphones or sighting in your gun while you're waiting on them to come down you don't have to wait and, and you just you just change the game a little bit hey we got we instead of having a place with uh six food plots we got a place with four who right. cares and know? the other thing is you kind of get you kind of get some experience so you start out with the smaller place you're getting experience on how you want to manage it how you want to do things uh, oh that was stupid i shouldn't have done that oh this was great and then as you kind of continue to grow into the future in five years whatever it may be then you kind of had that experience uh, along the way as you're growing that whereas if you just try to start off with a 500 acre uh, place uh, you know you may run into some headache you know so it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of benefit to kind of getting started getting that family that legacy started and then building upon it as you can it's never a bad time to get in the land game i i would say 95 percent of your borrowers or my clients would say, I wish I would have got in it sooner. And I've noticed through the podcast, I have people all the time contacting me through social media or my website or whatever, younger, in their 20s. Slate, I want to get in the game. How do I get started? you got to take the plunge. Buy smart, 
get educated people, you know, like Southern Ag are a good agent. Buy smart. Educate yourself. Don't rely on just your agent. And you got to do some self-education, just like you would do with any stock or anything like that. Don't go blindly into it. Uh, I tell you what, stuff like this gets me fired up about the land business. I'm ready for 2023, just like they said earlier. You know, Slade had a great year last year, but I started off in last place uh, on on 12:31 at midnight. I started off in last place, but we got some stuff closing soon. All right, uh, one thing we definitely want to talk about, and this is something big asterisk here: perfect world. But we like perfect world. Sometimes it lines up. Um. It's never really been brought up before because we've never had a time in our recent history where interest rates went from four to seven that's fast. And I'm just using relative numbers. Um, so with any land bank, Southern Ag, you know, or any, you know, if you're in Missouri, Missouri Land Bank or whatever they call them up there, uh, we have, you know, they have an option. Like if, let's say I bought a farm last year and I, my rate was at 5%. I bought a million dollars for it. I'm just using round numbers. And Alex comes in and says, Slate, I'd like to buy, buy that farm. Who do you have it? Who do you have it? Um, you know, uh, finance, finance with uh, Southern Ag Credit. Um, well, if Alex wants to do business Southern Ag Credit and all of his, uh, you know, all of his uh, financials line up in an, in a perfect world, he can do what's called a loan assumption, um, and you know, come in at that five percent interest rate. Now, let's say. Slade made a hundred grand in the deal, and so they got an extra hundred thousand. Well, that extra hundred thousand maybe have to be borrowed at seven and a half. Um, Austin, touch on that. Tell me, uh, and look, big asterisk. This does not happen every day, but it's something that needs to be asked. Yeah, it's uh, it's not something that happens every day. It's, it kind of kind of just needs to line up, but it's something everybody needs to be aware about. And what I tell folks is, it, it never hurts to ask. So if you know, if you're a buyer out there and you know the seller has a finance with Southern Ag Credit and you call me or Alex, uh, what I plan to do is get out my yellow legal pad and I'm going to write both options out. I'm going to say this is kind of what it would be if you did an assumption and this is what it would be if you did a brand new loan. Okay, the assumption, for those of you that don't know, is like Slade's uh, Slade's, uh, example there. If he borrowed a million dollars, okay, and and say his current, let's just, to make numbers easy, say his current balance now after a year was 950000 okay? And then he wanted to sell it to Alex. Uh, Alex, if credit and everything lines up, could come in and assume that loan. And what he's doing is when he assumes that loan, he's taking Slade's loan exactly like it is today. That loan balance, that rate, that payment, those terms, and he's assuming that, okay? Yes, that is possible. Uh, yes, we can do it. We haven't done a lot of it over the years just because we kind of haven't been in this situation over the years, but I've done several assumptions, typically have been with family members, uh, father, son, uh, uncle, nephew, uh, kind of we've done assumptions like that. But it's something that more and more people are asking about now because of the difference in interest rates. So to answer your question, yes, assumptions can be done. Uh, Yes, the way way I would do it, if you know that the seller has it financed with Southern Ag Credit, just get with the loan officer, get with Alex or or myself, and let's go through the options and let's see what's best for you. We can kind of put, okay, this is what it would be if you did an assumption. This is what it would be if you just did a new loan on it and figure out what's best for you. Uh, the the only thing with the assumption is, is uh, if if Alex is assuming that loan for nine fifty nine hundred fifty thousand because that's what you got it paid down to, but you're selling it to him for one point two, okay? Then he he either has to come up with the difference 
um, in cash, or uh, we would have to do some other type of loan uh, for that difference to get him to 80% uh, if he can't cover it in cash. So there, there's a few things there. It has to be – kind of has to work out. But what I tell you, if your credit's good enough – and you're looking to buy a piece of property and the appraisal's good, uh, we're willing to look at anything for you. And an assumption is a, is a possibility. And uh, just reach out to us, and we'll look at that and kind of get both options for you and see and see if that works. The, uh, the way the assumption, just to get in the details, uh, Slade signed a note, and Slade signed a deed of trust when he got his loan, okay? That note and deed of trust that Slade signed stays of record, Okay. Uh, and what you do with an assumption is Alex and you, okay, would sign documents saying Slade's given Alex that note, Slade's given Alex that deed of trust, okay? So the deed of trust that we're still running with on the bank has got Slade's name on it. The, de- uh, the note's still got Slade's name on it. Uh, but what y'all do, we'll sign an assumption agreement that basically allows him to take that, okay? Uh, the other thing in the details is the $1,000 stock. Everybody knows if you get a loan with Southern Ag Credit, you got $1,000 stock. You would also give Alex that thousand dollar stock, <clears throat> so you wouldn't necessarily get refunded that thousand. Now, I guess in a negotiation or whatever y'all want to do, yeah. y'all could work that out. But I just wanted to be clear on that one thousand dollars. That would be something that, that y'all would need to work on. But and still got to stay at the eighty percent loan. That's to right, eighty percent loan to value. So that's even correct. if you're assuming, you know, the loan, you still, you know, if there's a two hundred thousand dollar down that's payment right. or whatever, that that still comes into play. But man, what what an opportunity for somebody that you know ask your agent man hey who does your seller have you know who does that seller have you know you're not trying to get into personal business but if it makes it a good deal for everybody why not that's right um you know and and the fact that these two guys are sitting here talking about look the bank's gonna make less money doing this but you know they they care about their borrowers these are about long-term relationships we said earlier you know we're not thinking about the next five minutes talking about the next five years the next 30 years and that's the type of relationships these guys want to set up, just like the Hunt and Land Man team and Southern States Realty wants to set up with their clients. Um, one other thing, Slade, uh, just while I'm thinking about it before I forget, I was speaking with one of my uh, borrowers last week. He, um, he had bought a place, and he paid down his loan to about 500000 And he is now, he's had it for about three years, and he's now fixing to buy something bigger. Okay, so he's going to sell his place and purchase a bigger track. Uh, when we put the numbers together, it appears that once he sells this, takes that money, puts it towards the next purchase, uh, that all he's going to need is another $500,000 loan. Well, we have a better rate on that loan that he's got now. So we have talked about a collateral swap. If we can get his sale and his purchase to close on the same day, okay, there's some things that's got to line up, right. but if we can get to the close on the same day, <clears throat> then when he sells his property, I will do a partial release okay, of that property he's selling so that whoever's financing or buying it can have it. And at the same time, uh, file a new deed of trust on what he is buying and keep that loan amount of 500000 at his rate that he had three years ago in terms, et cetera. Uh, so uh, just to mention something else that's out there, we've got loan assumptions, we've got collateral swaps, um, kind of has to line up, kind of has to be a, a perfect scenario, but it's something that is available out there. Just ask your loan officer, uh, ask your real estate agent if they know who who's got it financed right now, and it's something to look at. That is, um, it's a lot of options right there. And look, we do this all day, every day. I'm sure there's people out there scratching their heads. Y'all losing a lot of big alert, you know, big words, loan assumption, collateral swap. But that's what these guys are here for. You know, you call them and tell them your scenario, and they say, okay, this is all the numbers and the the words that actually matter to you. 
Um, and look, pick up the phone, call me, and we'll, we'll figure out how to how to get it there. And look, I don't claim to be a banking expert. I've got two sitting in front of me. That's why I'm sitting here asking them questions. And that's the way you should do. If you have a legal advice, you ask your attorney. You have banking advice, you ask your banker. You have real estate advice, ask your real estate agent. Um, this is all really good stuff, man. I'm, it it really. To me, you know, as a borrower with Southern Ag Credit, and if you're out there wanting to become a borrower of a bank, what other bank is going to fit? What, what other guys going to say? Hey, hey, stop! I'm going to take some time out of my day to figure out how to. You're not. You're going to pay this five percent instead of this seven and a half percent. They they're doing that for you. Uh, so I think that speaks volumes right there. And like I said earlier, they're sitting here telling how the bank's their bank's going to make less money, but they're about the five year, not the five minute. Um, you know. I had a uh, I had a couple things here. We kind of touched on some of these. Look, I put on here stock market versus land. Look, I don't know with everything going crazy with Russia and the market and stuff like that. Nobody knows what's going on right now. But let me tell you what's going on with land. I say it all the time. Still doing this. We may we may have been doing this and we've done this, but it's still we're right. still going up. We I think we can all agree it's in, in five years it's going to be worth more than it is today. I know. Uh, You've got family land. You just built a house on, so you believe in it. You're looking at buying land in Missouri, have your risers place in, in uh, Holmes County. So, I mean, we're practicing what we're preaching. Well, you said it best. I've all, I've actually stole this from you, um, Slade, uh, telling our customers and our borrowers, man, when someone holds the power of a word in Washington to say something, to dictate what's going to happen tomorrow in a market, you know, I don't trust that investment at all. And so – Man, I, I've – Fugazi. I, yeah, there you go. So, they ain't making any more land. So, like you said, yeah, maybe it's leveled off a little bit, but, man, that's the investment, man. That's where you want to be. And that's why, honestly, we're seeing that. We're seeing – I've seen more folks, I would say, even in November and December, folks who had stocks or, you know, some little cash accounts that they've been piling up over the years, and finally things are kind of just what they are. And they're exactly what – things are being said in D.C., Elon Musk holds a lot of you know a lot of a lot of power with his words that you know hey he's actually said hey I can do this and the market will do this tomorrow. Uh, we've seen more people cashing out that that those equities those, those cash accounts those whatever whatever they are to buy land and look there's a lot of money piled up that I think it's got to continue to sustain. I think you'll still deal with a lot of cash buyers like y'all deal with a lot you know when people really cash them out. But man, I got more people in the last two months over. 18 loans that were just cashing in for you know 401ks market you know little equities or whatever they were because they weren't doing anything anymore so they put it back in the land and you know then there were some good deals that happened in november and december and i'm just talking over the last two months so that's why i'm confident in where the land's headed that's just a small sample size right there that man i think 2023 is going to be really good well, i'm I really excited do. about it I think I think we're gonna we're gonna break records again this year. Uh, we're kind of gonna finish this thing up. Something that I wanted that y'all have brought to my attention. I knew this. I just uh, brought to my attention throughout this podcast. I think this is great to be said. We got two loan officers right here. I guess that's y'all's titles. Or uh, with Southern Ag, they both own land. They both have their places they want for their families to grow up, hunt on personal hunt on things like that. Don't borrow money from bankers and 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 land people that don't have the same passion as you because I don't know you just don't I, I, that's who I trust that's who I get that's my people you know that that's my people 
uh, and don't don't find you a real estate agent that's not buying and selling land and having the same passion as you. If you're going to put your trust in these people, make sure your goals align. Make sure your goals align. Alex is a diehard hunter. Uh, I know Austin brings his family hunting and his, hunt, and his family has hunted his whole life, built his house where his kids can see deer and turkeys from the yards. If your loan officer or your agent, if they don't have that kind of passion, man, it's, it's how do they go understand your passion if they don't have that kind of passion? Look, um, if I'm selling you a set of ice skates, I hate ice skates. And I went over there to Brookhaven the other day about kill myself. Guess what? I don't have no passion for ice skating. I don't need to sell you any ice skates. Uh, I don't know where I came up with that analogy, but if you don't have a passion for land, you know you you don't need to be selling. If if, if you if you have invested your whole life, you worked hard, sweat and and sacrificed your whole life to get this million dollars so you can buy a track of land. Don't you want somebody that has that kind of respect for your money and land and land ownership and hunting to help you invest that land? And we're gonna leave it at that on the Hunt Land Man podcast. Don't borrow money from people that don't have passion for land like you do and don't have an agent that don't have a passion for land like you do. Couldn't have said it better. Hey, thank you for listening to the Hunt and Land Man podcast. If you will, take a moment, give us a five-star written view, guys. This really helps us out. And if you know anybody you think will be interested in this podcast, please share it with them. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.